Go oh, ahead man. and um, I'll let you talk so I can see if it'll pick you up. All right. Um, Orlando City for losing to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, this you crazy mother... What is up, all you listeners? Welcome back to Zombie Chris Explains It All. And if you do not know, I am Zombie Chris. I am your host. And on today, we have a very special guest. Our first guest on the podcast, Connor. Hey, everybody. And let the record also show that this is my first time making a live guest appearance on a podcast, other than my own, obviously. But that's not a guest appearance. But you know. <laughs> yeah, they... they they, they'll get it. By the and, way, that's a Brovision podcast. Be sure oh, to, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. So, shame, shameless plug, shameless plug. So, shameless plug, um, I'm just going to throw it back to me because I'm the host of this thing. I am Zombie Chris. <laughs> if you do not know who I am, I don't know how you found me. Uh, you can check me out on YouTube at Zombie Chris. You can check me out on Twitter at Zombie CT over on Instagram as well at Zombie CT. And where can they check you out, Connor? Well, they can check me out on YouTube, um, which if they were going to check me out anywhere, that's, that would be the preference. Um, it's Connor White, j- just my name. Um, uh, but it might change soon. I, I, I might change it to something a little more uh, risque. memorable. Well, I don't know about risque, <laughs> but something that's easier to say because, you know, not everyone knows how to spell my name. Slightly true. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an odd spelling. A lot of people spell Connor with an O-R, and it's just not right. <laughs> O-R. <laughs> yeah, that's Con-or. I was going to say, like, is your name Connor spelled the same way, like, in Terminator? Like, Sarah Connor? Or no? Um, I think. If it's spelled <laughs> C-O-N-N-E-R, then yeah. <laughs> On today's podcast, we have quite an array of topics. We're going to talk about some music stuff, because Connor's definitely into music. If mm-hmm. you love concerts, definitely go check out his channel. We have a little bit of theme park talk, um, possibly a Harry Potter hotel, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe some trailer talk of subject about trailers and how... They kind of changed since I was sort of a kid and how they are now. And we have running the gauntlet. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I do laugh say, because no one knows what this is. This exactly. Is a, this is a <laughs> this is a uh, idea that I had to kind of close out for the podcast. And it's going to mm-hmm. be a very fun and interesting game oh, that Connor is going to play. Who knows <laughs> if he's going to survive the gauntlet? Oh, gosh. See, the, the other people who are going to be guests have an advantage because they'll hear, hear me do the gauntlet, but I have no idea what it is, and I'm the first one to do it, so. Slightly. <laughs> the gauntlet changes every so often, so. Oh. You know, yes. Okay, okay. I like it. So the first topic was music, and um, we kind of have to discuss this a little bit. Um, If you do not know, just this past week, 
Chester Bennington, the lead singer of Lincoln Park, passed away um, in his home. He was 41 years old, too young, too young. And um, I just wanted to talk to Connor about what Lincoln Park kind of meant to him as far as the music and as far as it, was he a fan? Well, why am I talking at to you, Connor? Are you a <laughs> fan of Lincoln Park? Like, uh, well, what do they mean to you? Of course. Um, let me just say, first of all, that um, as of recording this, it happened, was it yesterday or was it Wednesday? Because we're uh, recording this on, well, I think it was yesterday, right? They say Thursday yeah. that they found him. Um, yeah, his home. So, so I guess this, depending on when this goes up, I'm not really it sure. Was, but for yeah. us, for us, this is really fresh news. And um, when I first heard it, I didn't want to believe it because you know the only things reporting were like TMZ and the Mirror, so I wasn't even sure if it was real. But it hit me like a ton of bricks because Lincoln Park, for me, not just me, but a lot of people in my generation. Mm-hmm. This is like one of the first rock bands that a lot of us listen to, if not the first. And I, my friend showed me the music video for In the End uh, back in middle school, and it really just opened up a whole new door um, musically. So they definitely meant a lot to me. And um, this was definitely probably of all the celebrity deaths I've ever encountered, this was probably the worst one for me because it was just so... Personal, personal, way, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's yeah. it's like a it's a part of your history, much in the way of like Michael Jackson would be maybe of people mm. who were slightly older than us, um, right? Or and Prince I, per se, you know, like people who are a little older than us that that kind of have the effect on our generation, um, especially because Lincoln Park they kind of gapped a lot of the generation that you know, is around right now. I mean, there's people who were tweeting about this and I'm like, wait a minute, like you guys were around when Lincoln park or you guys listened to Lincoln park. Like it's, it's, it's astounding. Like when you kind of look at the retrospect of how like popular they were and just how they kind of shaped music in their genre. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're one of the most successful bands I mean, probably the most successful band in recent memory mm-hmm. anyway. Obvi- maybe they're not like Metallica-sized or something like that. But, yeah. I mean, since like the 2000s, yep. I mean, it's... Yeah, they've with just, uh, Hybrid Theory, which... Hybrid Theory, Meteora, man, like, wow. so many. And, you know, I think that we're we're starting to... People who are within my circle anyway are kind of starting to experience these musician deaths that are a little worse for us because when um, Prince died, for example, you know, I I respect Prince. He's a, well, he was a great musician, mm-hmm. but I never really like sat around and like listened to him, you know? Yeah. And when Chris Cornell died earlier this year, that was really like the first band member that died that was someone that I frequently listened to. In fact, I even saw Soundgarden uh, at Rockville, like a just a couple weeks before he died. Wow. Um, so it was lucky to to get that in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chester Bennington was even crazier because I've listened to Lincoln Park for a lot longer than Soundgarden. Yeah. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, I never got to see Lincoln Park, which really sucks now. Me, uh, me as well. I never got that chance. Yeah, I've seen a little over 200 bands now. Um, they were one of the ones I didn't get to. And I'm really kicking myself for missing that hunting party tour in 2014 when they came through with Rise Against. Wow. I would really wish oh. I had gone to that now. Man. <laughs> I really wish I had gone to that. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's um and it's it's it happens, you know. Um death happens, but for them to take their own life at such a young age, you know, it, he was definitely gone too soon. So yeah. Hopefully hopefully people start to take mental health a little more seriously, you know, like what's it going to really take? So Yeah, you, it's it's tragic. You said that so very well. Rest in peace, Chester. And um, Rest in peace. Prayers go out to his family and his bandmates, everyone affected by this. Mm-hmm. And now to uplift the podcast a little bit because that was uh, that, that was rough. That was depressing. That was, that was a rough <laughs> one. I, I promise. There's fun to to uh, to come. Uh, Silverstein dropped a brand new album, and uh, the only way that I kind of knew this was coming was your advertisement of this album. <laughs> um <laughs> you were you were giving me a rundown of like all right it's only so many days to the new silverstein album <laughs> yeah and, and you just saw them recently right yeah i saw them on the warp tour uh just um the end of june mm-hmm. did they play anything from the new album yeah they played uh retrograde and ghost which were like the the first couple signal or uh singles mm-hmm. um I'm pretty sure those are the only new ones they played, but I'm sure now that the album's out and they're going to start doing headline tours, uh, you'll obviously hear a lot more of those live to come. And so overall, you, uh, from what I've, from what we were talking um, off the podcast, you were saying that you overly liked the album overall. Yeah, um, I would say there's 12 songs on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really hate any of them, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really have a strong dislike towards any, but there's like seven songs on the album that I overall could see, could see myself out. consistently, consistently listening to, which is a, is more than half. And that's more than a lot of newer albums that come out. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although I got to say though, this year so far in terms of new music has been pretty, pretty solid. I mean, there's been a couple letdowns, but Overall, it's been pretty decent. But yeah, this was no exception. This was a good album for sure. I really liked it. And what's crazy to think is, um, like, unlike most of their like previous albums, have all had some sort of, I would say, sort of like, I don't want to say like a story or a concept, but it, it had a little bit more. And this one is, it just says Dead Reflection. And um, the album art is just, like water and it's just i guess like a reflection and i didn't really i guess understand like the first few listens through through the album it just wasn't like sticking out like oh this is the message of this album or this is the story um to me a lot of the songs they're good but they flow almost into each other to where I couldn't tell, like, if I wasn't paying attention, I would be like, wait a second, is this a new song? Is this the next song? 
and previous albums because I went back right after and listened to a couple of the other albums there was way different like you can tell when the song was like that song and it ended and then another song because the almost like the style of it was different or you know maybe different riffs here and there um did you kind of find that with this album like most of the songs kind of like flowed into one and you couldn't tell or you could definitely tell uh i would say not entirely like i wouldn't say it all flew or flowed together but i would say maybe in a couple instances especially towards the end of the Mm -hmm. album it started to come a little bit more uh meshed but it is confirmed though by shane the vocalist uh, this is not a concept album um they they do have two of those that are like true concepts um you've got uh what's the name of i always um i'm alive here i am alive and everything i touch yeah the the one that came out before dead reflection Mm -hmm. i am everything i touch um that shipwreck in the sand i would say was a concept that one that's like their truest to the concept album form like the whole album tells a story about a guy that you know his wife cheats on him with his best friend and he burns the house down right Mm -hmm. that's like that's like the story of the whole album and which uh, is easily my pick for anybody out there that's listening and you you know are saying like who is this band silverstein um they're they just have span time like it's it's rare that you see bands that have been around like since the 2000s that are still around and making music on a level with bands that are coming out today and i mean yeah that's that's like since 2003 when they came out when uh when broken is easily fixed and i've been listening to them since then and it's crazy to see like oh those guys are still around and they're making music just as good as back then and now it's cool to see the younger generation is like oh yeah silverstein they're awesome it's like yeah i've been listening to them like you know half of my life yeah they're they've been one of my favorites lately and uh they it's it's interesting you say that too that's a interesting way of putting it and i think it's especially difficult to obtain longevity in the alternative music scene like that because it's a scene that generally caters towards younger people Mm -hmm. um obviously there are plenty of people who are not super young to listen to it but overall so with that like the bands in the scene change um and there's a lot of the bands in the scene that are good but it's like think about it you know silverstein's been around for quite a while and they're still playing warped i mean i'm I watched them at Warped, and then the band right after them only has one album out, and their next album drops in August. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's like they're right in there with um, these new bands, and I, I like seeing that. I like seeing it. So overall, I would say definitely give uh, Dead Reflection a listen. Um, if you're new to Silverstein, I would say maybe start with like discovering the waterfront arrivals and departures it's, um or it's gotta a shipwreck be in the sand it's gotta be waterfront i mean that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's like their most iconic album i yeah. say that that's what you should start with and then from there like just kind of go in whatever order but you got to start with that one definitely and the next portion um speaking of concerts and you went to war tour but you also went to go see legends play 
<laughs> you went to go see Metallica. I mean, that that's just crazy in itself to say. Like, I saw, I yeah, know. I saw Metallica. I know. Um, one thing to note is now I can say I've seen all of the big four. I've seen Anthrax, Slayer, Megadeth, and Metallica. Just, um, ru- just rubbing it in, huh? Just, just <laughs> rubbing it in. I've only yeah. seen... Uh, the big four, I've only seen Slayer. I've seen Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Anthrax? Maybe. I can't remember. But I know I have not seen Metallica. Or Venge Sevenfold, who also played mm-hmm. uh, with Metallica. Yes. As well as uh, Volbeat. So you had three bands in there. Um, old school metal isn't really like my preferred genre anymore. It used to be. Um, so of the bands on the bill... Avenged Sevenfold was probably my favorite one. I really, really, really love them. And same with Volbeat. Volbeat, uh, I think it was probably um, like 11th grade. They were like my favorite band for a little while. Um, so I really liked them, and it was nice to see those two again. Uh, Metallica is not a band that I frequently listen to, but it's still, you know, like yeah, you're seeing Metallica. It's like, you know, wow. That's, <laughs> it, it was crazy, yeah. The the stage show was like ridiculous. Um, they Lots of had, fire. Lots of fire, big, huge uh, video boards, and I ended up getting a, a really nice view for this concert because um, our good friend Kyle from the Cheap Seats. Yeah, Cheap Seats. His friend won the Snake Pit upgrade, which is basically like wow. that little hole inside the stage. Yeah. But they, they couldn't use them for some reason. So they gave them to him. Well, what that meant was that where... Mary and Jesse were sitting where they had originally sat. There was an empty seat. And I had bought a nosebleed because I don't have the money for anything else. <laughs> yeah, not for this so, kind of concert. So I'm sitting up there way up high in the nosebleeds, like watching the first Volbeat song. And here comes Jesse. She's like, hey, um, so he won Snake Pit Passes. We kind of thought it was going to be for just Metallica, but it was actually for the whole show. Wow. So, so I got to sit in like the lower bowl for the the whole show so shout out to them for that hooking me up you know what else is kind of funny is um just today <laughs> and it's so funny because it's i have like one of those music tastes that's kind of all over the place i know you kind of have the same yeah the same thing um today i bought tickets to see uh nickelback and daughtry very Whoa. different from metallica very different <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty pretty different i would say yeah yeah, I'm a big fan of Daughtry. Um, have I've you never ever seen, seen him. him before. I never, I never have. So that's going to be a first. Uh, I haven't seen Nickelback either. Um, I wouldn't say they're like one of my favorite bands, but they've got some like nostalgic songs for sure. So it'd be cool to see them. I've never seen either one of them, and it was 14 bucks for a ticket. As long as they play the the song from Spider Man. Ah, <laughs> uh, what song was in Spider Man? <laughs> I don't know. It's like the hero song. Uh, I actually like that song. I mean, that's like yeah, one like, of the rare Nickelback songs I think I can, do. Can we be honest though? Like. I understand that Nickelback like isn't necessarily for, for everyone, but don't you feel like they get like a little too much hate like for what they are? I mean, there are so many other bands that are similar to Nickelback that don't get anywhere near the hate that they get. I would say like 
them and like Creed are probably the two I bands know. that get like equal hate. Like it's it's it, never over, but it's just even for those two bands. Um, it just it just like feels like two random bands that people just chose to hate <laughs> for like no reason in particular. And especially if you think about like early Nickelback, like they were I I didn't really listen to them too too much, but they were a little more rockish, obviously, than they were, you know, in the last like four or five years. But I believe a lot of people did like them in the older days, like when they were just kind of starting out on, um, was it Roadrunner Records? I, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, the I'm same um, same uh, record company as like Slipknot and um, like a few others, like uh, pretty much a lot of good bands. <laughs> Yeah, they um I will say some of their lyrics are like a little bit like cheesy or cheesy and uh overly sexual than Oh. Than, I did not like, know uh, that. Like the song Something in Your Mouth. I mean, <laughs> well, that that <laughs> but, could be that could be a lot of things. <laughs> on the other hand, <laughs> they actually have a lot of songs that are more like emotional and meaningful. Yeah, and I mean, like the picture song. Look at like this photograph. photograph. Yeah, that one. Uh, Saving me, gotta be somebody someday. I mean, there's there's plenty of songs they have that are a little more serious, and I think they're quite good. So, I mean, and as for Creed, I I never listened to them a whole lot, but they they get straight disrespected too. I mean, and Mark Tremonti was the guitarist of that, and he's one of the better guitarists to come out recently. Now he's with Alter Bridge, who I absolutely love. Oh but, yeah, I've heard of Alter Bridge too. They are see, they have a good following. That's that's another funny thing is like Alter Bridge is basically Creed with Miles Kennedy on vocals, but no one hates on Alter Bridge like they hate on Creed. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's that name change. <laughs> I, I guess so. Or maybe it's see, Scott Stapp. That brings it back <laughs> to you wanting to change your name on YouTube. Ah yes. New yes. identity, fresh start. Well, <laughs> same content, but just, uh, just, just, a right. A name change. <laughs> right. I, I do prefer Miles Kennedy to Scott Stapp, but, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting though. It is interesting because like I said, Creed, one of the most hated rock bands of all time, but Alter Bridge, not anywhere close to that. Not, not at all. And speaking of concerts and usually when you go to a concert you're going to want to stay in a hotel <laughs> terrible segue that, that, to segue. well yeah that was uh... <laughs> I gotta get it like a segue sound effect <laughs> but yeah speaking of hotels um, at D23 which just happened Disney announced the Star Wars Hotel which is a really really crazy Man. concept in itself um you were watching as well um, of course so what is this star wars hotel is it like it's not just like spending a night and taking a shower and sleeping in the bed right not quite <laughs> <laughs> it's it looks amazing i mean wow it's like it's like a hotel experience maybe would, would you maybe use that that term? Yes. I'm, I'm sure they're going to dub that as like resort experience or something along those lines. I heard something about like as soon as you walk in the door, you get like a little, 
like a robot? pamphlet thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you get your own robot. No, no you get like a. <laughs> You get like a pamphlet thingy that kind of tells you like you're now this character, this is your backstory, this and that. Like you wow. literally, you like walk in and become a character. I, I really hope it's one of those resorts like, like you know how you can just kind of go to the Polynesian or pretty much anywhere and just walk around? Yeah. I really hope you can like walk around this resort and it's not like a little more under Security. lock and key. Yeah, yeah. Lock and key. But man, it looks like, it looks so good. It's going to be expensive to stay there. I mean, but you're paying for the experience. It, I oh guess, yeah. Like to their, I guess reasoning is you're paying for an experience much like you would pay for a ticket to the park. Um, I don't know who would pay for that and then still, I mean, stay there to go to the parks when, you know, you're just supposed to, yeah. I guess, you know, in, in engage yourself into this world that you're paying for. Um, they That's did kinda, say what, like a minimum of two or three days of a stay. Yeah, there was like the reported ticket prices. Uh, I'm not like 100 percent sure how reliable they were mm-hmm. at this point. Because Disney um, obviously hasn't confirmed. Yeah, or said so it's anything. still it's still technically a rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but, expensive. Yeah, uh, really I probably expensive. won't be staying there anytime soon. It was like, in the high open. like what, like six like, seven hundred for a night. It, or it was like six fifty a night. Plus an extra like two hundred a person and a minimum of two nights. Jeez. So that's that's a lot. Yeah. The the one thing I did think about with this was um, like you said, you know, this is such a big experience. Well, a lot of the tourists that are coming in, you know, are coming to go to the parks. So it's like, okay, are we going to spend all this money for this hotel experience when all we're really going to do there is sleep and wake up? You know. Yeah. So it's like it's like why should we pay that much extra if we're not even going to really have time to engage in that? I mean, they might make time for it. You never know. I'm just saying that's a that's a possibility, but this hotel is going to do really well in terms of sales and I'm excited to at least see it, but I mean, we're still like years and years, years off. Years and years <laughs> and years. <laughs> that's that's the that's the problem with D23. Is like you hear all these crazy announcements and you get so hyped, but then you just got to sit around and wait for like four years, which we know Disney. I mean, it probably will. So <laughs> have you heard of um, any of the like rumored locations for this hotel? I did hear one rumor. No, I haven't uh, heard any of them. One rumor I heard was, um, well, we all, it's very obvious that this is going to be probably by Hollywood Studios. I mean, that would with, make sense with, with uh, uh Galaxy's Edge. Oh yeah, Galaxy's, Galaxy's Edge. Edge opening. Not Star Wars Land anymore. Nope, it's now Galaxy's Edge. But uh, we know that it's more than likely going to be uh, there. I mean, it it makes way too much sense. But I heard um, there's like construction going on at like the top of the parking lot somewhere, kind of behind where Star Wars Land is going to be. Uh huh. It might it might go there. It's a possibility. Um, that's the only rumor I've heard. Hmm. That that seems like it it would fall in line, like it would make sense for it to be over there, or at least by um, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, and also it doesn't really matter where it is in terms of like views because there will be no actual windows. Correct. In this It'll all be screens with like a space view, kind of like what they're going to be doing with uh, that new restaurant in Epcot, the Mission Space restaurant. Yes, more screens. Which is cool. Screens. More screens. 
Screen, which, screen, screen. Which it's funny that you bring that up. Great segue. Um, someone, you know, there's a park down the road that loves screens. Yeah, about eight miles on down I four, something like that. And um, rumors are flaring up that because of the response to this new Star Wars hotel, that there might be a Harry Potter hotel on the way, or you know, something to that sort. Uh, Orlando Informer has the rumor report on this, and they're saying that um, basically a uh, survey guest uh, guest surveys were went out shortly after the D23 announcement, and they've been asking about maybe a Hogwarts Castle Hotel or possibly a Nintendo Hotel. Oh, um, I didn't think what, of that. What are your thoughts? Like, do you, are you, first of all, are you like a Harry Potter fan or are you just kind of like me and you're, you're, you like it, but you're not like deep into it? That is where I fall with Star Wars. Like I am a fan. I watch all the movies, but I'm not like super into it. Mm-hmm. I am pretty into Harry Potter. Um, my mom loves Harry Potter and, mm-hmm. uh, as a little kid, she would read the books to me, and we saw like all the movies in theaters and stuff. So wow, it's something so. I I grew up with it. And I I love it. It's like a it's kind of a big one for me. Um, I think this survey is a great indicator of um, what's to come. I do think at some point it would make sense to see some sort of immersive hotel. I think it's more likely it's going to be Harry Potter than Nintendo, because I am hearing tons of rumors, I'm sure you are too, about um, the Dragon Challenge and how it takes up almost as much space as the rest of Hogsmeade, like yeah. when you include like the queue and the coaster and all that. It's a lot and of land. It's a lot of land, and it's no longer a super popular attraction. It doesn't really fit in with the rest of the land, and it is my favorite coaster, um, well, unless you count the mummy. Like the, my, <laughs> well, my your favorite, favorite coaster like, in Islands of Adventure. Right, like my favorite outdoor like inversion coaster, uh, that would be my favorite one. But the rumor I'm hearing is like a Forbidden Forest expansion with possibly two attractions. I would gladly take that over, <laughs> over Dragon <laughs> you know, Challenge. Let me say this, like, as I just said, you know, I love Dragon Challenge, but the theme parks are always going to progress and it's you got to be careful about getting too attached to any attraction that's very true so (laughs) when the time comes for dragon challenge i've braced myself i've wrote it plenty of times i'll always remember it but when the time comes i'll be able to accept it especially if we get two new rides out of it i mean two is better than one you know and you know the possibility of having like an immersive forbidden forest land is very appealing so i'd be fine with it um and I think, um, you know, with that being a possibility and with all the holiday stuff coming to Hogwarts and, well, Harry Potter Land in general, mm-hmm. I think Harry Potter, we're going to see a lot more from it. Well, I, I don't know. if <laughs> I was going to ask, do you feel like from a guest perspective that it is a bit too much, but they obviously seem to be loving it and loving it and, and well, wanting so much more and more? Um, do you think there's a tipping point like for universal down the road? Like, mm-hmm. do you think there's a point where you say, you know, we get it. Harry Potter makes money, <laughs> but like, this is enough. Like we have 
you know the if if the dragon challenge gets replaced then if you have the uh expansion over by um diagon alley and then to top it all off if we have a harry potter um hotel experience coming as well um all rumored obviously but if that was rumored to come do you feel like this is just too much for this part or do you feel like more you know well it's it's kind of hard to say where the line is but of course there is a line Mm -hmm. i mean you don't want it to be like an all harry potter park and i think like what they have now is obviously not too much and i think if they were to tear down Dragon Challenge and add the Forbidden Forest, I still wouldn't think that's too much simply yeah, because, because it's a part of the world already, essentially. Right. You're not knocking down something that's not Harry Potter for something that is. You're mm-hmm. just changing something that is Harry Potter to something else. Um, the hotel, again, I could see that being sort of getting a little overkill, but that's not really fair because you could almost say the same thing for Star Wars. I mean, granted, there's only one Star Wars land in, uh, in Disney, yeah, you, but it's going to be massive. <laughs> it's going to be massive there. It's going to be massive. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Harry Potter Hotel is fair. I do think maybe – let me just clarify. Like, they could do something a lot better with Fear Factor Live. Um, they could – that's a lot of – that's a pretty big portion of land. They could Shots add something. Shots fired, man. Shots fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> But maybe if they were to expand that into something else, Harry Potter, maybe that would be a bit much at that point. They could do, I mean, they have like all this DreamWorks stuff, you know, they could do like a How to Train Your Dragon or like a, God forbid, Secret Life of Pets. (laughs) (laughs) Anything Illumination, I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah, we we got enough of that with the uh, parade and uh, Despicable Me already. I just don't like any of Illumination's movies. Like, I just don't. Um, DreamWorks, though, I mean, I'd like to see some How to Train Your Dragon in, in the parks. I mean, those movies are very well-liked. Like, they're, I would probably say, I mean, maybe not, like, everyone's favorite, but in terms of, like, how well done the movies are, I mean, you gotta say, like, How to Tra- I can't talk. How to Train Your Dragon, both one and two, are some of DreamWorks' absolute best work. And I've never seen them. Really? <laughs> and that's that's you gotta that's, you gotta see them. That's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> you should see them though. I mean, they're they're really well done in it, and you know, literally, the dude rides like the fastest dragon. Like in they could the do way. something. They could do something with that, right? Yeah, they so, could do something sort of like what Ep- or, um, Disney has done down the road with uh, Pandora. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be when, pretty much like that almost. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is like Universal doesn't quite have the same IP power as Disney does, but Harry Potter is just Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other the other thing about uh, Universal, they can't really just throw in anything and have it be like super successful. Like Jimmy Fallon ride, I, I like it. But yeah, I, me it's, to, it's, me as well. It's never a seriously long wait or anything, and it's like brand new, right? Yeah. Um, Disney, on the other hand, a <laughs> little different story. Um, the Mind Train is has been out for like a few years, based off a really old movie. Yet waits are always exceeding an hour, at least, usually more. So it, this, Universal doesn't have that power, so they got to be smarter with 
the IPs they use. And Harry Potter will do the trick. That is true. It's <laughs> so you would want to stay at this hotel if if this was coming. If if it was reasonably be uh, priced, I would love to stay at the hotel if they made a Harry Potter hotel. And I think I think it's likely because my mom, like I said, loves Harry Potter. I'd be willing to bet that she'd be down for like a family staycation at that. And I, I feel I feel bad for not asking this in the beginning, but what mm-hmm. house? Are you? I am sorted into Gryffindor. So, sorted into Gryffindor, okay. Indeed. Indeed. I did the whole uh, test on Pottermore. I got Gryffindor. So I guess I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> yep. Before I took the test, I always said I was a Ravenclaw because I'm a Ravens fan, Baltimore Ravens. But I'm like, this, this doesn't really feel legit. I should probably take the test and yep, Gryffindor. <laughs> and somehow... You don't feel like a Nintendo hotel would be like like amazing. I mean, oh, I get it, it because Harry Potter obviously yeah. has uh, the scenery and it can do, you know, wonders with like maybe a great hall type of um, dining experience and Ooh. and obviously if they built it to look like a castle, that would just be insane. Um, Nintendo, I don't. The only thought I had was that you can do like the water or not water the pool area could be themed to something that would be really cool and Mm -hmm. maybe like every single room has like a nintendo switch in it or something that would be insane imagining like you're like oh i'm gonna do like a stay vacation you know for like your birthday weekend or something and you're like oh i got a switch in the room and it has like three or four games loaded onto it like like I don't know if that would push people to stay there more so than obviously uh, a Hogwarts kind of hotel, but a pretty cool idea. I, I think it would be interesting. You should say that. I believe the Nick hotel used to come equipped with like a GameCube in every room or something. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was like a GameCube or PS2 in every room. I can't remember. Oh man. But I stayed there a couple times when I was younger. Um, and I could see them, Maybe almost making it like a nod to that, like maybe having each room themed to like a different Nintendo franchise, like each room at the Nick Hotel, like some were like Fairly Odd Parents, some were maybe Danny Phantom or whatever. But Nintendo, like some rooms could be Legend of Zelda, some could be Pokemon, some could be Super Mario. And just imagine yeah. how how awesome would the arcade have to be at that place? <laughs> Best arcade. It would have like the arcade version of Mario Kart and all sorts of like old school classic like uh, Super Mario Brothers games and. Yeah, there's there's no denying that a uh, Nintendo hotel would be awesome. Uh, I just feel like the Harry Potter one's like more likely. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) It would be awesome, and let me just say also that I think Nintendo Land is going to be amazing when that comes. I'm pretty excited for that. Do tell <laughs> everybody, Dude, everybody. I, I don't think there's not one person that, you know, wouldn't be excited for Nintendo land. If everything I mean, that is rumored, you know, is it's spot on. Holy, yeah. holy moly. Dude. The one thing I got to say though, if we don't get like a Kirby themed buffet, that'd be a, a disaster. <laughs> like, come on that, that do that makes way too much sense. You've got to have that. <laughs> I, I totally <laughs> somehow skipped over that idea when I was thinking about Nintendo Land and looking at the the rumored map. I totally was not thinking it's that. That's a, awesome. It, it makes so much sense. 
but um all you can eat (laughs) but dude we got let's think about like what we're getting with disney and universal like the fact that these two are so competitive now could not be more beneficial to us like the amount of stuff because you know when universal first started disney was just like oh okay like whatever i mean they, they didn't really add a whole lot more to their parks um but then harry potter became a thing and disney was like uh-oh we should probably start adding stuff. So, <laughs> competition <laughs> like, yeah. is always good for the consumer. Usually, of course, of course. Unless, Think about unless it, like, it just raises the prices of tickets, which well, it, that, it does. But D- Disney is definitely going to have a price increase with all this stuff coming. But I think it's going to be worth it in the long run. And Universal just had theirs not too long ago, like maybe what, like three or four months ago, before yeah. Volcano Bay opened. Yeah, um, I mean. Dude, like, think about the stuff that's happened in this year, right? We got Pandora over at Animal Kingdom, which is breathtaking. And we got Volcano Bay. We got the new Fallon ride. Mm-hmm. And then next year, we're getting Toy Story Land. We're getting Fast and Furious, which let's just not even talk about that. <laughs> um, family. We are, we're family. But then, yeah. Uh, oh. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> from from that 2018 you have that stuff and then oh 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 also you forgot coming this year is the the holiday uh and hogwarts yes. the holiday yes, uh, harry potter too. experience that too um and then coming along after that i don't know like which years these are coming but you've got nintendo happening you'll probably have hopefully, <laughs> hopefully um, you'll probably have some sort of Harry Potter expansion in some way or another, probably at the expense of Dragon Challenge, but still new stuff nonetheless. Then you have all the stuff that was announced at Disney, you know, over Epcot. Um, you have Guardians and Ratatouille. Uh, you've got the Tron coaster coming to Magic Kingdom. And, and hold on, hold on, not to not 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 to kill your flow. Right. But speaking of all the announcements that you're making, um, if you guys are really interested all about like the Disney stuff that got announced for D23, uh, head over to Connor's channel on YouTube and you can check out the video. He covered it. Um, him and Brady, uh, a friend of ours covered it. So definitely mm-hmm. check out the video. If you're interested in all these announcements, um, Disney wise announcements, right? It's basically just us praising Disney for like 20 minutes, but you should check it out anyway. Um, yeah, it's who doesn't <laughs> it that very true. Like, I mean, the stuff that was announced, I'm excited for literally everything except like the minivans. Like, oh, come, <laughs> like on, come on, come on, man. The minivans. Hey, listen, bro. Here's the thing. I could see it being pretty useful in situations, but never situations for me because I just drive my car instead of spending 20 bucks on a minivan. Very true. <laughs> now, obviously, if you're a tourist, works a little differently so it, it could be a useful and i mean it's a nice pun my first thought was like wow disney is thinking like on their toes with this this is this is money you know because it's it's a service that you have to pay for and it's cute and everybody's gonna be like oh what's that oh wow like look at those cars and you know they're gonna have families using this like you know uber is cheaper obviously everyone has said like uber is way cheaper than this but it's that disney novelty and yeah. it's that that disney magic that makes you go like but if i was on vacation i would love to just take it one time you know just to sure. be like 
oh, this is so cool. We're riding in one of these. And it's not going to cost Disney really anything. You know what I mean? Like they're, mm-hmm. they're you know, if they get a, a certain amount of rides probably within a day or a week, they're making more than what it's going to cost them. And, you know, um, and um, working on the cars and gas wise. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault them for this. I mean, yeah, oh, I, I no. know like we wouldn't use it. Most of us wouldn't use it. I know um, Tim Tracker used it because I, yeah, I think it did. was free when he was using it. So he was testing it out for uh, all his uh, subscribers and viewers to get a feel for it. Right. Which, fair enough. I mean, it's not like it's a crappy thing that I'm like upset about. Yeah. I yeah. just probably won't utilize it. Yeah. I will be utilizing the gondola system when that comes. But I don't know about uh, the minivans. I just, I'm kind of stingy honestly so i, I don't well, know yeah, 20 bucks. because 20 yeah. bucks when you can drive yourself and then use that 20 bucks to eat lunch or, or and dinner. gas i mean food yeah, and that's gas true. that's true i mean it's it just makes more sense it, like but again you know it's not like it's not useful in situations just not really ours but i mean like i was saying before like from this year all the way up through like 2021 it's just going to be all this new stuff coming to universal and disney it's it's a good time for us to be uh, theme park goers because of all this stuff coming in. Pretty exciting. Oh, you know what? Here's a question that might stir up some controversy. Bring I'm going to ask you. Bring all it. Right. Disney or Universal? Oh, come, come on, man. Oof. Oof. Come on. The hard-hitting questions. The hard-hitting questions. The question, in fact. And this, this is sort of... It, it's it's been real easy for me to answer this question. Ah, ha, 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 ha. It, it, um, it's, lately, it's, it's been easy, mm-hmm. um, excluding horror nights, obviously, because you can't. Right. Really. I'm, I'm not. I'm special events totally aside. Like just, just talking about parks. the parks. Yep. It's it's Disney as of right now. Um, mm-hmm. When I was younger, it used to be all parks, but mainly Universal. Like I was, I was obsessed with Universal as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. we would go like every, like maybe every other summer as, uh, as our, um, summer vacation. And I was obsessed with it as a kid. Um, I have, if you've seen some of the videos I have on my YouTube channel, check me out. Zombie Chris, <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. Um, mm-hmm. I have like a very old school VHS video of, um, like the movie magic and all the stuff that they used to do in the park. And as well as I have two other VH ta- uh, VHS tapes that are covering um, Universal, sort of like pre-Potter, and um, yeah, and but but now it's it's sort of it's really really funny that you asked that question because it's it's now that I see such a regurgence, if that's a word, of <laughs> of most of my friends being pro Universal right now. And me just being pro Disney right now, like mm-hmm. to me, it's it's like maybe that's because I was robbed of Disney as a childhood. Like we went there, and I do have pictures of myself as a kid at the parks, but I don't really have memories of them. So yeah. for me, like now, like in the last three or four, it feels years, like you're experiencing it for the first yeah, time. Yeah, it's like it's like wow, I never got to do this. I never got to see this. Like there's so much stuff that I'm still experiencing every time i go to to a disney park so it feels so brand new as as opposed to universal which you know 
when I did live there, I went to the park so many times that I would just be like, all right, what, what am I doing today? Like I'm, I'm, I'm bored. Like I know, <laughs> like I, I know that sounds really, really petty to say when, when people like Gary travel, you know, so many miles, and oh, save, yeah, totally. save up so much money to come to universal. Totally. But when you are there and you can go all the time, it, it does lose a little bit of the value. But like I said earlier, it's, it's just funny to see everybody now kind of being like so pro universal, not that they hate Disney, but they are really like pro universal. There are some people, you know, on Twitter who I've come across who are a little, a little too much on the universal really? <laughs> love. Like it's almost like they do not see the flaws in it. It's, you know, it's almost like in a bad relationship and you're like, no, 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 you know, he or she, they're really good. And you're like, no, they're, they're bad for you. They're not bad for you, but I see a few flaws in them. You know, and I will, I'd have to answer the same way. I'd have to say Disney, um, almost for a similar reason, I guess you could say, um, when I was a kid, we did have Disney passes. Uh, I never had a Universal AP until um, this past Christmas. So I'm living the first like seven months of my Universal AP. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm burnt out on it. Um, it's just there is a little bit more of like that mystique to Disney because I've been to... I did recently go to Animal Kingdom, but I did not have a pass. Uh, my sister does the the candlelight stuff and uh she gets free tickets every year mm-hmm. so she let me use one and we did animal kingdom for pandora and it just feels like such a more well thought out and immersive experience for sure I, they do a lot of things better like i just just gotta say it uh obviously i do like thrill rides so that's a plus for universal but i am starting to lean more in favor of like, okay, what can this theme park do for me? Like to take me away from the real world and be an experience. Uh, so that's why, for example, I love like the outdoor roller coasters, but I'd rather have like an indoor thrilling dark coaster, like the mummy that tells a story as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, which, uh, Disney hits with Everest and, uh, big thunder and space mountain and soon to be the trunk coaster, uh, test track and you know, all these like thrill rides. Um, that tell a story. I like that better. Um, and but there is that kind of uh, lure to Disney because I haven't been to um, Magic or Hollywood Studios in at least nine or ten years. So um, yeah, I, I would have to go with with Disney for now. Okay, so in the 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 way that you explain that, what makes universal just a little less is it just everything opposite or do you feel that universal is lacking in some departments hmm let me think uh sort of uh they i don't know about lacking it's just it's different um they they do some things really well. Um, the thrill rides are good. Uh, there's, it's it's also convenient. Um, it's more convenient in that uh, it is closer to my house a little bit. Which, if you if you want to throw that out, um, the theme parks, the two parks they have, unless you're counting Volcano Bay, 
are right next to each other, so it makes it really, really easy to park hop, which is nice. Um, they, yeah, that's like a, that's a that's a plus. Um, Disney, like, it does take you away, you know, into like your own world, but it is a little out of the way. Um, but I think a lot of Universal's rides are really starting to blend together. Um, for example, like Spider-Man and Transformers are like practically the same ride, but with a different movie. Um, you know, they just haven't been very, uh, innovative lately like Disney has, um, with, with Pandora, for example. Um, you know, the, the river journey and that incredible animatronic flight of passage is a screen ride, but it's just taking everyone's breath away. Quick question. Um, do you, do you find yourself, well, you only went on the river Avenger once, right? Yeah. Did you find yourself singing the song like afterwards? <laughs> it's, it's a weird a little song bit. because I don't really know my the words. So. My hey, why? <laughs> <laughs> Navi, yeah, no, um, definitely, definitely. It, it's it was cool, man. I'm looking forward to getting back. Um, I will say, I am getting a Disney pass in October, more than likely. So, um, so I've you already... didn't you didn't try any of the foods, right? No, I'm a little I'm a little cheap for that. I'm a little cheap. Oh man, <laughs> I, I would have loved for you to try maybe like the uh, cheeseburger. The ch- I, I, did, I didn't try those when I went, but I did try like the bowl. Um, we all kind of like chipped in to try to, tr- you know, to try everything. Um, you right. can check that video out on my channel. Hey. Me, Chris. Uh, yeah, we did like a whole sort of like food review video. Um, there's some good stuff there. Like, like some of the, the bowl food. Wow. Like I would go mm-hmm. back there and eat there as opposed to other like places at Disney. Yeah. You would also think Disney does is like, this is a little off topic, I guess, but I don't know if you feel this way, but like whenever I walk into Universal, I'm like, all right, sick. I'm here at Universal. Let's go uh, ride some rides, right? That's, that's fun. Let's have a good time. Yep. But Disney, Disney, you walk into the park and you see like the, they have these reveals that they do. Like Hollywood Studios is a little lackluster right now. Like the Chinese theater is cool, but like, dude, the spaceship Earth and the um tree of life and the castle like oh yeah it just just takes your breath away yep you just like feel something in your heart it's a totally different vibe and there's also um this this the entertainment over at disney is you know like universal can't match it unless at all unless it is something way rehearsed like a stage show type of thing yeah they can't meet disney's street entertainment like Mm-hmm. Like especially um, when I was at Magic Kingdom not too long ago, and there's this like random thing that was happening in the uh, I'm trying to think of what's the the land the Western land the um, oh Frontier Frontierland yeah they did this crazy like dance number in the middle of the street and I was freaking <laughs> out because I was like what what is all these characters like what is this and my friends <laughs> like oh this is some like rare thing that they only do once every like you know, so often it's like a random like hoedown, I guess. And it features all these rare characters and stuff. And they do like this big dance number. It's like, whoa, you would never see that like at universal. 
that's another big difference for someone like me who does enjoy a good character meet. And we actually, you in your last uh, Universal video mentioned this, and I left a comment on your video um, yep. about the character meets over at Universal, and they don't have the luxury of having these, like like you said, rare characters come out, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't. They just don't have anything like that. Um, Disney, you have these iconic guys like Pluto, Goofy, Mickey, Minnie, Donald. You know, the list goes on and on with these characters. Universal, I mean, you can count the amount of character meets. Like, which is strange because they do have rare characters at Universal um, that they only bring out for like the special events, like the after-hours events, like corporate events and stuff like that. Um, there's characters that like I've never ever seen in all my years of going to uh, Universal that you know I've seen on after hours events and I'm like wow like I didn't know they had like a Beetle Bailey and, and all these other characters that you're like wait a second like they have these characters exactly like they, they but at the same time like they do have that but they do have to kind of build their repertoire up with some characters like I'm I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Like when you think of, because Universal, you know, they do have um, Illumination and DreamWorks, mm-hmm. but the characters from those franchises, like the the standout ones, are like Kung Fu Shrek, Panda, <laughs> like Shrek, Poe, the Minions. Uh, so like, but it's not like the same as Disney as like Mickey Mouse and Minnie Goofy Mouse. It's just it's not and, like that. Yeah. It's not like that. And the Disney characters just they're so good at meet and greets you know like you know how disney is like with their hiring and stuff it's kind of crazy yeah it's top notch but yeah like you said the payoff is these incredible character interactions which universal you just don't just you just don't get it like that it's just not and some of them feel really rushed especially the the transformers one like i i think i said on your video Mm -hmm. it's a really really cool idea and i love the characters like the way they look but you just like walk up and they take your picture and then you leave. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like with Disney, like anytime you kind of have, um, like I've met the princesses and it was never just like, oh, okay, come up, take a picture. And that's pretty much it. Like you stand there and interact for a little bit. Yeah. Something like definitely that you like, it'll stick in your mind. Like that day, like it's a memory when like these little kids go to Disney and they like have this interaction with Mickey Mouse or like Cinderella, it like, like lights up their face and like, it's just such a great experience for them. But at Universal, it's just like, Oh yeah, we briefly gave SpongeBob a high five. That was cool. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not on the same level. That's solely, I think due to (laughs) Universal, um, they don't have, um, a clear image, you know, like, you know, Disney, obviously you have like the core, like the Mickey, the Goofy, the Mickey, the Minnie, you know, um, um, Donald, you have like the core people and then you have, it expands like the princesses and, and the prince. And then you have the other characters, um, that expand upon that. But universal, it's like, what is universal? You know, like, what, right. That's a tough question to answer. Like, is it just other licensed stuff? Because like most people just think Universal is Harry Potter, and it's like no, Harry Potter is his own, yeah. you know, it's his own IP that Universal just basically has a partnership with. 
Um, it's not like minions. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you can say minions is universal, but Simpsons is not. You know, like half of the characters are not. Right. It's like they they basically just paid to have them in. It's not like their original ideas. Yeah. Is what you're saying, and I think Islands of Adventure does this quite well. Like at least they're like. And one gripe I do have, and I got spoiled because of Disney, but you know, like when you're in Adventureland in Disney, like you're not seeing Tomorrowland, but like yep. at Universal, like you are standing over in Jurassic Park, and you and just you look up and castle. see Hogwarts from like wherever you're at. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, this kind of ruins it. But yep. like, but the thing is, though, the thing Islands does all right is like at least the lands are like there's like distinguishable lands that you're walking through. And it's like themed. Uh, obviously, it could be a little more immersive, especially at like Jurassic Park, uh, for example. Could be a little more immersive. Uh, but the Universal side is like, it just feels like a bunch of IPs just like slapped in there. Like, you have Men in Black, right? Which, by the way, is a great ride. But it's just there. Like, it's not a Men in Black land. It's just like this is the Men in Black attraction. It's right next to. Uh, this stunt show and Springfield. Yeah, you're right. It's just like, oh, there's a building. And it's yeah, kind of weird. It's... Like, they don't hold too much, uh, you know, in that area. It, it almost reminds me of how Jaws was. Like, Jaws was just a ride, but essentially kind of like they stretched the idea of the, the land being um, Amity. Yeah. Right, yeah. they did that. Least. And I mean, Diagon Alley, at least that is incredibly immersive and one of the best um individual lands in either disney or universal like that one really takes you away do you but, find do you find that it's weird that the the concession stand across from man and man in black wouldn't it be awesome if they kind of sold something that was themed food yeah they don't really like, do that like either. some kind <laughs> of weird like maybe like well, alien like alien type snacks or something you know yeah, like that's just cool. just the minimal can go something. even so far i know but it's I just know. like no you know these there's just a regular concession stand like they, they do kind of have that going in simpsons with like the duff beer and like um yeah mose because so at, at least they stretch that. that into like that's a land and yeah i know like they, Granted, they don't it's not have a, very a land with man in black but that you know that would at least add something to it it's the same thing um correct me if i'm wrong but with kong i mean like you have the ride and it's a really impressive mm-hmm. facade but like that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh it you meant the, the rest are you talking about the concession stand or the ride oh the concession stand like isn't it just regular food uh most of it kong. i think like 95 percent of it is regular food but they do have if I'm not mistaken, they do have like, like a big hot dog, and it's called like the Kong, like oh, something. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't like. Aware. I do believe that there is a name on there that says like Kong, something. I think it's like a very big hot dog. Oh well, that's well, that's cool at least. But yeah, like yeah, you'll have to do that for you know your new food uh, series. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm willing to spend the cash. But um, you'll just share think, share a Kong. A Kong I'll just dog. be like, I'll be like, well, this exists. Um, if you want it, yeah. but yeah, that could be a least. cool video though to go around and find like the exclusive. Oh yeah, like uh, concession stand snacks the outside of outside of Hogwarts because obviously everything yeah. there is exclusive. But well, the problem is your video would be like three minutes long. 
Ooh. Right? Well, I I'm mean, like, saying, there's just not a lot. You have some stuff, but it's just not open. Like, you know, green eggs and ham is there. Oh, my gosh. That, that's really cool, though, Holy but crap. it's not open. Dude, that um, restaurant has never been open, like, ever. Like, I've never seen it open. I don't get it. Usually, it's only open, like, during Christmas and, like, in summer, like, peak it's, seasons. It's but. weird. I'm like, and you know what? I feel like the Seuss area um, deserves a little more love. I really like the Seuss area. It's it's um well-themed. It's nice-looking. It's appealing. I like the Cat in the Hat ride. Oh, um, yeah. The... Uh, the restaurants in there are pretty well themed, and I'm I again I don't really eat a whole lot at the parks just because I'm cheap, but um, I'm sure there's some themed food inside the Seuss restaurant somewhere. Yeah, I would love to see like um, like maybe like a budget type video to say like oh you only got five bucks like this is what you can get at the park or this is how you can uh, maximize your five bucks you know at the park. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of yeah, cool. That would be interesting. I, what, what can you eat at Universal that's not just a snack? I don't know that there's really. Can you get like a? Well, can you get Mel's like a is, uh, maybe like a side of fries? Yeah, Mel's is pretty cheap, but Mel's is really bad. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least from what I've had, the burger that I had there was just awful. Don't 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 get me started on like how we have <laughs> we have like friends that are you know visit and and they might say like oh Mel's is you know decent or Mel's is good like we go eat at Mel's and you're like mm, okay you know what's funny though like I love Mel's and the fact that it's like I like the theme of Mel's like the oh, 50s yeah. diner I love the idea I, I, I like to hang out in there except just, for the food the the only thing there that I've had that was like okay were the fries and I guess that would be a decent snack it'd be cheap and their milkshakes aren't even milkshakes. They're like Frosties. Yeah, I don't get... I'm just they like, call this them milkshakes a... and you're like so excited and then you're like, <laughs> oh, this is not a I'm milkshake. Like, I'm like, I'm pretty sure in the 50s, like milkshakes were drinkable. Like, <laughs> That's right. Just just go back and watch a Universal film, Back to the Future. You oh, learn yeah, what dude. a milkshake is. I, I prefer to, my milkshakes to be not like super thin and watery, but like at least drinkable like steak and shake or something. And that just gave me like a side idea. Wouldn't it be crazy if they themed Mel's to be like a diner from back to the future? Oh, that'd be cool. Because it's already set in like fifties and maybe you have like Marty McFly kind of walk into the restaurant every so often. <laughs> like that would be insane. Look, look around and like look confused and then like leave. Yeah. <laughs> and you have the guy like, butthead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, that's the that's the kind of thing that Disney would do, like something really, like um, themed and experienced, like an experience. But Universal is just not like that. I mean, this kind of sounds like a bash Universal podcast now. I still love Universal. <laughs> it's great. I by, love it. By the way, you can find you can find Connor on Twitter at <laughs> <laughs> yeah Connor W ninety six. So I, if you have any hate towards this podcast, please uh, refer to him. Oh, man. No, but I, I love Universal, and I'll happily go there whenever. Um, it's just compared to Disney, it's... Uh, and and it, it also depends on what you look for in a theme park. Like, if you're just a guy that's like, all right, I just want to go and ride some crazy rides, and that's it. Like, Universal's the place to go. But, like, for an all-around theme park experience, like, 
which I like. I mean, that's got to be Disney. Got to be. And it's it's not um, what I was thinking. It's not so much of bashing Universal. Like when I bash, if I bash Universal, that just sounds totally wrong. If I bash Universal, <laughs> um, it's because I love it. And because yeah, I think you want the like, best for it. I think like calling out the flaws or saying like, Hey, it can do better in these departments Mm -hmm. is wanting the park to be, you know, the best park it can be. I think a lot of people nowadays, they kind of overlook things about theme park or they might say like, Oh, I love Disney. It does no wrong. And that's just like a false. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a false uh, assumption or false thought on that park. If you want, you know, like it's like if you want a genre of music to do better, you have to call out like the stuff that's not good or mm-hmm. what can be better. Like when you think about it, um, and you know, I know I've been calling out Disney, but like I don't, or sorry, I've been calling out Universal, but I don't have a Disney pass yet. Um, I watch a lot of Disney vlogs though, so I can say like I can definitely criticize things that Disney do. I mean, like when Great Movie Ride closes. There's going to be four attractions at Hollywood Studios, and two of them are super thrilling and not everyone can even do. So that's a flaw. Um, Also, I'm going to personally call out Animal Kingdom is almost a perfect park, but Dinoland USA is terrible. I can't stand it. It's so weird and out of place. Like The other places there like have this mystique, like, oh, now you're in Asia, and it's like, you know what I mean? Like, they all are similar, and then there's just, here's a carnival with a really painful ride called Primeval <laughs> World that was just, like, lazily slapped in with a dinosaur theme. See, I can criticize Disney, too. <laughs> so that's what it feels like. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. But let's let's be, uh, before we get too uh, debating here, we'll just say both of these two parks are amazing, and they're the two best in Florida, if you ask me. Um, and two of the best in the world. I mean, we're really lucky to have these parks here. So, yeah. Yep. Um, that went on way past the hotel talk, which was good, though. Yeah, it was fun. I, I, I love talking theme parks and stuff, so it's always good. So if you guys really did enjoy that, I was going to say leave a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, you got to get used so, to this podcasting thing. I'm so Can't used to that. YouTube talk. If you guys enjoyed that, definitely leave it in the uh, review section or tweet me or Connor and tell us that you enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. So speaking of of the times, Comic-Con is going on right now. And the thing with Comic-Con, if you do not know, Comic-Con happens like every year around this time out in California. I do believe it's San Diego. It happens. Mm -hmm. And Pretty much it's just a big convention to show off movie trailers and do announcements. Pretty much. That's that's the gist of it. Um, Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And today <laughs> we had uh, quite a bit of trailers had dropped. Um, and just yesterday, a lot of trailers have dropped. Obviously, with, with Comic-Con going on, it's just trailers dropping left and right. And I was thinking about this topic about how trailers were in the olden days, olden days, making me sound really old. Uh, <laughs> back when I was 
way back when I was a youngster, uh, movies only did stuff like a teaser and maybe one trailer. And then pretty much like, you know, your casual TV promotion, stuff like that before the movie came out. But today it seems like there is just this obsession with doing almost three to four trailers for like a movie. And that's before it comes out. And do you feel like this is, I don't know. Do you feel like this is ruining like movies today? Or do you feel Mm. like it's necessary because we live in such a fast paced social media world? Um, I wouldn't say it's ruining it. Um, because at the end of the day, like we do, well, sort of, we kind of can have power to avoid the trailers if we want. Uh huh. Um, of course, like if you go to a movie in the theaters, you know, yeah, you'll probably you can't, see some can't avoid a little it. harder then. But and I think it's not even just movies. You know, sometimes one of my favorite bands, Papa Roach, they released a new album this year, but they released like five singles or six and singles. Yeah, and like sing- yeah. like five or six songs before the album came out. I'm like, I'd rather you just release like one, two, and or three at the absolute most uh-huh. new songs, and then it just be like a huge, uh, just bunch of new songs yeah um i like that better movie wise it's the same thing um when it comes to a band like papa roach like i just can't avoid the singles like when they release them because they're my favorite so i'm gonna listen to all of them some bands though when like it may not be like one of my favorites um but i plan to listen to the album after it gets past like single three or four i just stop listening to the singles and just wait for the album (laughs) Uh, the same thing with movies like I'll watch like a trailer and be like, oh, that's interesting. But then I, I won't watch like every trailer, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like today, a lot of the movies that we're seeing, all these crazy trailers for, the, the one that sticks in my mind the most came out um, earlier this year. I didn't see it because it looked terrible, but The Boss Baby, holy yeah. crap. <laughs> I literally, I couldn't go to a movie without seeing some sort of trailer for that. And... A lot of the movies that have come out that have been really good didn't have all these trailers. Like when Baby Driver came out, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like all over the place being promoted. I didn't see it all over the place. Same thing with Get Out. I didn't see it all over the place. Yeah. Like I didn't even watch one trailer of Get Out. Um, while everyone else, I think, saw the first trailer that I dropped for that. And it, it was uh, Catching Buzz. I just somehow I skipped past that and I never got to watch anything on the movie until I watched the movie. Yeah. And that, that makes it better overall. I would say like, mm-hmm. I, I so. did that with uh rogue one. I, I, mm-hmm. I told myself I would not. Um, I had pretty much a bad experience with force awakens. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and then after that I said, I would never, I would only watch like one trailer and I would never watch anything else for any other like part of, of a movie, like any other trailers, any clips. Um, I would only watch just the first trailer and that was it. And I've been pretty much keeping that going. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said before, like I wouldn't say it ruins it. And I do think in the world we live in, like if you want your movie to stay relevant, like you kind of do have to do it. Um, mm-hmm. cause that's a lot of people's mindset, but I think like <laughs> to me, it almost seems like the easier lazy way 
of being like, well, let's just cut a new trailer. Yeah, rather than as letting the movie to, speak for itself. As opposed to letting the first trailer speak and then doing some actual like marketing or some cool marketing to where you you know you use something other than just showing stuff in the movie. Um, I could think of like there's probably numerous movies, especially like the horror genre or like that type of genre. They do stuff outside of just showing a trailer. Like they'll do um, pranks or stunts or viral videos, and you're like wow, now this is utilizing like the brand of the movie, but you're expanding past just showing another trailer. I feel a lot of movies just have to show a trailer because it's the easiest um, way of, of, of regaining attention back on the uh, project. Yeah. Um, and again, it's, you know, these movies that a lot of times are not even that good. I mean, like The Boss Baby, for example, I have no desire to see it. I know the reviews were pretty eh. Um, granted, you know, I don't always listen to critics' reviews, but um, it definitely looked like one of those movies that was literally invented to cater to a large number of people who just want to be like LOL throughout the whole movie. Much like and Minions dude, 2 and 3. and Illumination as a company. Like, I, I want to <laughs> spread the word about this a little bit um preach there's a there's a youtuber um he's got like a million subs obviously i don't know this guy so i this just goes to show how much i believe in uh what he said he is called i hate everything and he made a video called i hate sing the illumination movie sing (laughs) and he talks about sing but he also talks about the company and like the movies they do if you're like even slightly on the fence about Illumination and their movies, you should probably watch it because for me, it's kind of made me think like, dude, I don't, I don't like these guys at all. Like they're, <laughs> like, they're strictly making movies to make money. Like they're not like Pixar and like care about the product. Oh yeah. You know? It's not like that. <laughs> so, and that's like a lot of the movies that we're seeing a ton of trailer work for are ones that are just out to make a bunch of money and don't care about the quality of the movie. And it works, unfortunately, because yeah, a lot of people, that, a lot, yeah, a lot of people just they don't want to feel any other emotions than like aw or uh, <laughs> ha 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 XD. Like it's it's bad. Yeah, that's the downside. Well, sir, we are right at the gauntlet. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, I'm kind of scared, but I'm down. All right. I will explain the rules of the gauntlet, and All if right. uh, you, you said you're you're willing to participate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Connor does not know is running the gauntlet is a game of some sort that we do on this podcast. I will do it with every host. Well, I don't. That didn't sound right. I will run the gauntlet with every uh, co-host or host that I have on the show. And running the gauntlet, or run the gauntlet, those are all working titles. Um, It is essentially five questions that you have to answer. Okay. But you can take a light, easy way, or you can go the extreme route. Now, what Mm. I will say is with the extreme route, you only get one question that you can just say, I want to use my golden coin on this question and you don't have to answer it but 
if you do all five questions without using a coin, you can then turn it back on me and ask me one question of whatever you want to ask, and I will answer it honestly. <laughs> I like it. So, sir, Connor, are you ready to run the gauntlet? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you choosing the light version or the extreme version? Dude, I think you know. <laughs> You're going extreme? Yo, all that yeah, you You're got, going you light. Know. You're going light, right? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going extreme. Dude, the, this, this, is what, this is what the people would want to hear, right? They want to hear the extreme version. They don't want to hear none of the light yeah, version. they don't want to hear you do... That's right. So he's throwing Disney he's, or Universal. He's, he's I already throwing, answered. He's throwing shots at Brady right now. I'm he telling everyone to take the extreme route that's ever on this show ever. All right. <laughs> now I tried to come up with some difficult questions. Maybe some are a little extreme. I tried to keep it at least somewhat friendly. I didn't want to ask you, obviously, anything that would cause you know. Uh, broken up of friendships or you know to that sort because it wouldn't make it fun for the guest I mean it would make it fun for the listeners but not fun for the guest (laughs) we know this community loves drama (laughs) oh don't get us started about that nope (laughs) all right number one oh and also I forgot to mention each question in theory and this is obviously something that will get worked on in time each question will get a little bit more harder or difficult to answer. They're going to be more extreme by each question. So the first right. one is going to be kind of a extreme light version. All right. For number one. Your first question. You are given a magical annual pass, but oh. this pass grants you access to either Disney or universal but you won't be able to visit the other park for five years. Now that's excluding uh, Halloween Horror Nights, just just because you could go to Halloween Horror Nights, but you can't ride anything. You can only do the houses and the zones. Which would, would you pick? Now keep in mind, you get a magical annual pass, but you cannot go to the other park for five years. Okay, I think there are a couple variables here because, first of all, does this include um, every park? Like, so for Disney, would it be like Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon? Uh, only like, the parks, only okay. the four main parks, and Disney or Universal would only be the Volcano Bay. Um, well, oh, so you do get Volcano Bay? Well, because it's a third park, they call okay. it a third park. I don't okay. consider it, but that's another story. All right. Um, so like, okay, here's another question. Am I still allowed to go to, so, okay, let's say I choose Universal and there's a concert at House of Blues, Disney Springs. Am I still allowed to do that? And like vice versa with the Hard Rock City Walk? Hmm, you sneaky, sneaky. Um, (laughs) yes, that is allowed. Okay, okay. So I just can't go into the theme parks. Nope, you cannot do the parks. I think... Um, there are a couple variables here. Um, I, I think I'm going to have to take Disney. Uh, first of all, as I said earlier, uh, I kind of prefer Disney right now. And, um, there are four parks as opposed to the two slash three, if you count Volcano Bay. 
So that's a plus. Um, but, but but what about all your friends that only that's, have that, universal pass? See, that's what I was getting to. That's like the the tough part because um, I do have friends that just have universal passes. But overall, <laughs> I think I think the majority of my theme park friends have both. I still think I have to go Disney though. Like it's it's tough. But then again, like then I could use Halloween Horror Nights to at least kind of get like a little bit of a universal uh, fix. Even though I can't ride anything, I can still go in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess I'd probably take uh, Disney. But I- I'll be happy to have both. But I also, <laughs> I also tricked you in that question just a little bit because if you think about it, if Halloween Horror Nights is only at Universal Studios, you would never see Island for five years. Yeah. So that would kind of suck to not be, to not even be like, wow, I want to see what um, um, the new Dragon Challenge area looks like. You couldn't see it <laughs> only by pictures and video, but oh, not in person. Well, at least I could check out Nintendo. Maybe. If it, if it, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, would suck point. if you're like, yeah, I get to check it out. <laughs> and that section is closed <laughs> off for Halloween Horror Nights. But it kind of works both ways though. Cause if you choose universal, then it's like you're locked out of star Wars and Ooh, uh, Toy Story good point. And stuff. that's why it was so, like, it was an okay question. I took a little time yeah. to think about that one. Yeah. I think I would take Disney, but it, again, it, it would hurt, but if I had to, yeah. All right. So that was number one. You have four to go. Your second question. If the mummy or E.T. was on the chopping block. Which one would you pick? But keep in <laughs> mind, keep in mind, the mummy goes, it's going to bring a new attraction, possibly two attractions, or possibly one attraction, one gift shop, and one uh, brand new kind of restaurant, themed restaurant. Mm-hmm. Or E.T. goes, and it's just going to be one big attraction which one would you chop all right i'm gonna ask for a specific here Uh uh-huh if i chop the mummy yes right does it become like a uh simulator or does it become like a like it's like the same coaster but a different theme or like what is it i won't give you that answer it's just going to be it's It's like i have to gamble yes it's a gamble (laughs) (laughs) you know these are probably, I don't know about, well, they're both in my top three. Mummy's my favorite ride on property, though. Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing like it in in the rest of the park. But there's and also really, nothing like E.T. Well, except for, I guess, if you want to count uh, Cat in the Hat. But there's not, you can count Cat in the Hat, but, but at the E.T. same time. But E.T. is an original. Ooh. It is an original. It is an original. However, I'm also going to consider Disney in that. Disney does have like the rock and roller coaster, which is sort of like Mummy, but not really. And um, so you're thinking you can chop Mummy and get your fix over. No, at I'm thinking, I'm thinking I can chop ET and Ooh. get my fix. I'm and get my fix from um, other like kind of charming Disney rides, like Winnie the Pooh, for example. You know, like something uh, or something Little Mermaid or right. And they have a lot of those over there. Uh, Granted, Universal doesn't, but it's I can't chop my favorite ride on property. So I would have to chop E.T., although I'd probably cry the whole time. Ouch. 
<laughs> E.T. Go die. <laughs> go die. No, and dude, but you know what else was talking about that, though? If I chop E.T., then I can't do the My Name Jeff joke. I know. That's another problem. But I, I can't. don't like me anymore. <laughs> oh, stop. I love E.T. Dude, look, if it was any other ride at Universal Studios, I would chop it. But I can't chop my favorite ride on property. That's the only one that I would chop E.T. over. Even Islands, dude. I would chop anything in Islands over E.T. Ooh, dang. Anything. And I, there are some rides in Islands that I love. But E.T. is just E.T., but... Mummy is the only one that I would I would pick over because it's my favorite. Sir, you have passed two questions. You are on to number three. All right. Number three. Uh, let's see. Name something annoying about the Universal and Disney community. Um. Hmm. I think. One thing that is a little annoying. I, you know what, dude? I'm going to give you two Ooh. that I can think of. <laughs> the first one is that people get this idea in their head. And I don't see this one a whole lot within our community, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But on the outside a little more. Um, the second one I see in our community quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people feel like you got to pick Universal or Disney. I say enjoy both. That annoys me. I'm just, there's like, yeah, they, they trash. Um, like on Facebook, I'm in that whole Universal Annual Pass group on Facebook. I see like so much trashing of Disney. I'm like, why can't we just enjoy both? So that's one thing that annoys me. The you're other, talking about you're, you're in a group called Hell. <laughs> essentially. Yeah, essentially. And I'm sure in the Disney Pass groups, it's the same thing. Like, No, I'm it's, sure, it's all magical over there. Oh, yeah. They're, they're all love in the, no. Um, it, they, they um they feel like one can't live without the other you know the prophecy like it like you can't just enjoy both that's one thing that annoys me the thing that annoys me probably a little more because it's i see it more on twitter than the other thing i just mentioned is people constantly complaining about um like new attractions and uh not just you know it sucks when like something you love leaves but like i said earlier about dragon challenge man like the parks just keep on moving. They keep on moving. So I think people should complain less about stuff that's going away and start looking forward to things that are coming more. Um, it's just kind of a negative attitude towards change in the parks. I don't like that. You said you were going to give me two. Is that one or two? No, that is, that's the second one. The first was one the was the, one. the first one was like when they're really angry about, um, like you have to pick Universal or Disney, and then the other one is, you know, constantly uh, complaining about the new stuff rather than just. <laughs> well, they don't really complain about what's coming. They complain about what's leaving. Rather than doing that, they should just, hey, we're getting something new, and I'm sure it'll be fun, and I'll enjoy it. All right, you have passed three questions. You are so on far. to the, the fourth one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to, I'm going to try to amp it up. Okay. Okay. You you could only hang out with one bro. And I mean, you know, your bros. Yeah. My boy. You could only hang out with one bro for a weekend. Which one are you choosing and why? And no, 
before you ask, you can't choose Brady and that's Tim and Brady. They have to be separate. Mm-hmm. So you know your bros. You have Gary. You have Brady. You have Tim. I think, believe it or not, I don't think this is a super hard choice. Oh. Because the okay. answer is Gary. Oh. Because, <laughs> because Tim and Brady live here. <laughs> I can... um. They always welcome me uh, over to their place or whatever, so I know I can hang out with them whenever. I totally did not see that yeah. coming. Gary, on the other hand, lives across the ocean and only get to see him for a couple weeks out of the year. So, like, you know, it would make sense to soak up as much time with them as you possibly can. Uh, and Brady and Tim, you know, there's not many people in the whole world, really, that I enjoy hanging out with more than them. But it just comes down to the fact that I can see them more. And I'm sure both of them would probably say the same thing. What would be interesting would be to ask Gary that question. So should I tweet (laughs) it now, right now, and be like, Connor Connor is more bro with Gary than Brady or Tim? (laughs) Probably not. But I think that would be an interesting question for Gary. Because he sees us all like the same amount. We all live in Florida. He all lives there. So... I'm I'm gonna go out on the limb and say he would choose. I think he would choose Tim. Yeah, I was gonna say Tim as well. They're bros. They're 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 bros. They're close. Speaking of bros, you have passed the fourth question. Are you yeah, ready yeah. for your fifth one and final yep. one? Yep. This one is going to be extreme. Or hopefully. You've handled okay. them pretty well. <laughs> Yeah. Of the Brovision Bros, place them in order from least bro to most bro. Hmm. What? Okay. What's the definition of like least and most bro? Like, what do you mean? Meaning, like, I guess you want to say like, who is, who's more your boy? Like, this is this is he's more of a bro. Ah. Uh. And, and I don't mean you can't list because distance or you know because one lives closer or one lives far it's just more so this is my bro this is why he's number one this one maybe this is why he's number two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is really bad this is real bad <laughs> you have a golden coin like, to get out of I it i know i have it i know i have it but like uh okay Let's are you, see. Are, is Connor going to answer it and make people maybe slightly angry or slightly be like, see, whoa, I thought I, I thought I, we were bros. If I answer the question, like they they won't be mad, but they'll like give me crap for it for a while. <laughs> That's going to be the thing. Gonna be like, like whenever uh, I'll say something like whoever I would put third would be like, oh, but you put me third. So like, you know, Ooh. you know what I mean? It'll be like that. That's brutal. Okay. I'm going to... Um, I have to ask you, Connor. Are yeah. you going to use the gold coin? Or are you going to answer the question? All right. I might have to use the coin. And let me explain why. Not because I'm scared <laughs> to answer the question. But because like, I can't order them. I will say this. If I had to pick one like that i'm probably closest to 
it would probably be Brady just because um, I talked to him the longest. Like, I talked to him first. And uh, we play uh-huh. PlayStation a lot. And, yeah, we just talk the most, probably. But, you know, I, I can't really... Final rank. chance. You're yeah. using the golden coin? Um, see, here's the thing, right? The, the people are going to want me to ask you a question, though. You know? Well, the, you so. know, they, 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 they want blood. They want drama. Don't give it to them. Mm-hmm. Take that gold coin. All right. <laughs> well, because now you see, you don't want me to ask you a question. Oh, I, I have no problem, but, well, depending on how extreme you're going. Oh, yeah. I won't go, like, over the top, but, I mean, you know I'll ask you any question. I've done it before on PlayStation. I just oh, oh, you have done son it. of a gun. You know what I mean? I, 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 uh. Oh, don't you, you wouldn't dare ask that question. Oh, no, 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 I wouldn't ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> now the people will wonder, but no, um. I I can't rank them, bro. I can't rank them. All right. I can't do it. I <laughs> accept that. That's that's fine. That's why, like I said, the 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 extreme extremeness. I'm gonna make make up words on. It's my own podcast. I can make up words. Uh, yes. If other other YouTubers can make up words, I can too. Right. <laughs> the extremeness <laughs> of the questions. You know, they they gain strength over time. That made no yes. sense. Uh, but each question is going to get a little <laughs> harder. So obviously the fifth one had to be a really, really hard one. That was <laughs> one that I came up with. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, this I is going to get them really good. Because it's not that like, again, I, I wasn't really like scared to answer it per se. Because I know like they would understand and everything. It's just I literally can't like think of any way to order them. See Fairly. and 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 they're different. And like, just decide with you. I think that's noble of you, man. That that's really good. That's really shows like the respect and the friendship mm-hmm. that you guys have at Bro Vision. Uh, check right. them out whenever they come decide to come back to podcasting. Hopefully uh, <laughs> soon. Yes, hopefully soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that just shows like you guys' character. You know, see, he'll just rank them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Tim would have a problem answering it? I think, I think, or Gary, as well. I think Gary would have a problem. Well, maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> I think, I think Tim would have a problem answering it. I mean, he'd have to put Brady number one, right? That's his kid. No. <laughs> Not well. Yeah, no. You're, you're probably right. No. Um, Tim might have a hard time. Gary, I think he could. I think he would go Tim Brady me. And, and I only think he'd put me last because like maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. It's hard to say really. Um but I think if any of them have like the best shot, like if I had to pick one of them that could easily well not easily but could do the ranking system I'd probably think Gary would have the best chance at doing it. I still don't know if he could, though. Uh huh. <laughs> if I had to put my money on one, it probably would be him. But again, I don't know. I don't know if he could either. <laughs> I don't know. And and that is how you break up a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I played it safe. 
Oh, you so did, but I'm saying I, I, yeah. I planted the seed in everyone's mind. Yeah, but now they're going to, if they listen to this all the way through, I'm going to tell them, like, you guys need to listen to the end of this for sure because. And now they're going to be like, oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Con- about Con- I see. He didn't want to answer it because he, he probably thinks I'm I'm dead last on his list. They're all going to think I would put him last. Dang. Well, see, that's 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 fair and, I and even across the board. Yeah, no, I put them all first. <laughs> well, you, sir, you tried to run the gauntlet, and mm-hmm. the gauntlet destroyed you with the fifth and final question. I mean, you put in the work to think of the questions. You might as well ask them, right? All right. This <laughs> one was going to be in the extreme category. Um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let that be known. Uh, what is an annoying trend you see local people do on Twitter or Instagram that you wish would just stop? Ooh. Um, could I say a Snapchat one? Um, I'll allow it. All right. Is it going to be I, the same thing Brady was talking about? Or wait a minute, no. Uh, What's that? Yeah, it was Brady. What was he talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, you didn't see his tweet. Uh, his tweet. His he. Oh, that, Brady no. tweeted about that. That's funny because also, on a side note, yeah. for all you Snapchat users, do you also get a little angry when someone snaps you something and then you see it also on their storyline and you say? Wait a second. Why did they send that to me? Like I'm not special, <laughs> dude. Or do I respond all to that? Say yes. They're all gonna say yes. It's but a confusion for me, of it. For me, like I don't know. It doesn't bother me. And I've I've done it before. And Brady told me he's like, "Why'd you do that?" Like he got really <laughs> he got really worked up. But um, one thing that annoys me is when um, it's a lot of times with like regular smoking or just vaping. Like when you're like vaping on your Snapchat story, like blowing smoke, like. In the camera like, and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I get you think you're like cool as heck, but like, come on. Like, if if you want to vape or smoke or whatever, like, hey, I'm not going to judge it. You do whatever the heck you want. But like, when you're like posting like videos of you like blowing smoke thinking it's like impressive, <laughs> it's just so dumb. <laughs> I, I don't like that. I, I, I won't like, I won't ask that I won't ask that you name in any names. <laughs> oh no, no, that no. would be bad. Well, it's not like it's just one person either. I mean, this is something that a lot of people it's a, do. It's a trend, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, another thing is when um, someone goes to a concert, and granted, you know, I take like three or four, sometimes five videos at a concerts for like for like the vlog. Um, but when I see like basically an entire concert on Snapchat, I'm just like, okay, did you even enjoy it? Like, did you watch it? <laughs> like, you know, uh, most of most of the time, like most of my friends that I know that go to concerts, pretty much all of them, honestly, uh, they'll post like two or three videos from for, on Snapchat and call it, which that's cool, fair enough. Yeah. But when it's just like 
like a ton of snaps, like 14, 15 snaps from a concert. I'm like, okay, like when, how much of that did you watch with your eyes? <laughs> right. So yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I really like Snapchat, but I think the things that I see on Snapchat probably annoy me more than other social medias for some reason. <laughs> more so than Facebook. Oh man. Like those like vague Facebook status, like, you'll get what's coming to you. I'm just like, what are you, who are you talking about? <laughs> what, are, what are they like a, a comic book villain? I mean, what, yeah. what is that? Yeah. They're like, oh, I just can't like, I can't stand today. Sad face. I'm just like, <laughs> like <laughs> elaborate, but like, oh. oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. Facebook may take the cake on that one. Yeah. But Snapchat yeah. can be pretty bad. They all yeah. can be bad, but. Yeah. yeah, on Facebook, I see so many. I don't even think I actually see people's posts. Like, <laughs> like, do anybody? Does anyone out there actually post something on Facebook? Besides, yeah. besides the post where you put up a photo and you tag somebody, mm-hmm. um, I I rarely ever see anybody do like just an actual like post. It's more it's more so like sharing a video or sharing this this yeah. like blog post or sharing this I think article. Twitter kind of Twitter kind of took over that I would say of where of you mean of like just general general posting yeah, like yeah yeah I um for example like during the Orlando City game earlier I was tweeting about it uh-huh but I wouldn't like make Facebook statuses about it you know yeah. maybe like one at the end of the game if I was really mad which you you were a little. I, I I was pretty mad, but I didn't make a <laughs> Facebook post this time. But I did tweet, so I think Twitter is more for that now. Uh, one yeah. more question. Uh, I'll save some of these. Um, okay, this one is on the light version side of the gauntlet. Okay. You win a hundred dollar gift card to Universal. How would you spend it? Oh. um definitely spending it on food uh the thing is is um i'm if not you like didn't know connor can eat i can yeah uh it's weird though it's like a day-to-day thing like some days i eat a lot but some days i don't like i, I don't know it's weird but uh um the thing is, is there's like a decent amount of restaurants at universal i'd like to try uh-huh. it's just i'm really cheap and i don't like have a ton of money to throw around so, uh, so you're like, I, wow, a hundred dollars. I'm eating like, I'm just going to eat until I'm sick. Right. Well, I might not use it all in one day. I would, uh, go there and I'd be like for lunch today, I'm going to go try NBC cause I, you know, I haven't tried that or mm-hmm. then maybe the next time I'll try Margaritaville and then I'll try, you know, I'll just try all the stuff on city walk and like try mythos and like try all these restaurants that I haven't tried. Uh, so that's probably what I would do. I'm, I'm not really. Like if, if if I lived like out of the country, like Gary, for example, yeah, I would be more inclined to maybe spend it on like souvenirs and stuff. But uh-huh. uh, I don't really feel the need for that since I live here. So yeah, I would I would be spending it on lunch every time I go until I run out, and I would be trying different places that I haven't eaten before. And if I have leftover, I would go use it at Tucson. Tucson. What am. would you get there? Milkshake, ice cream. Um. See, this is the thing. Chocolate. I th- I think what I might do with the, with this gift card is I would get like a burger at these places because I, I am a, a fan of the Tim Tracker's um, 
philosophy on you know the burger can define a place because I, I I'm a burger guy. I oh, love yeah. burger. Me as well. So I would be trying a burger at all these places, and I thought maybe you know it would be pretty smart to use it and just get like a burger and a water. That way you can maximize the lifespan of your gift card and get more different places. If you buy like all that extra stuff, like the milkshakes and all that, then you run out quicker and you can have less burgers. So if I had like, if I had tried all the places I wanted to try and I still had 15 bucks left on the card, which I don't think I would, but if I did, well, maybe I would, I don't know. But if I did, then I would go get uh, a shake as well at Tucson. But I would get an egg burger for sure. I like their egg burgers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, because you went into the bonus round of the gauntlet, um, you didn't survive the gauntlet. I'm going Not, to be nice mm. and grant you the question. <sighs> Man, all right, I gotta think for a second. Um, While he is thinking, uh, I just want to reiterate. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and if you have been listening uh, thus far, thank you. And uh, also, let me know. Tweet me at zombiect, or you can email me any topics, any questions you would like for me to answer at zombiekeeper83 at gmail uh, want to know your thoughts about like the time frame? Do you like a longer podcast? Do you like short podcasts? Uh, you know, just let me know. What do you guys think? Hmm. Still thinking? Mm-hmm. I yeah. can fill the time. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you were so fun. interested well, earlier on it. to get that one question back. I know. You were like, I got it. I, I got it. I can like, strike back at him. I think. I'm not going to strike necessarily. Uh, it's going to be probably theme park related. I can I'm just still fill to... the time. So take your All right. time. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll think for, for a minute. All right. Minute. In recent news, if you do not know, I did a video on the Hollow Scream announcement. They did announce Death Water Bayou is coming back as well as they were on Snapchat doing a uh, tease of some sort of the new commercial coming. If you don't know and you've never checked out Hollow Scream, definitely check it out. It's one of the best events. I, I dare say it's it's one of the best events in the Orlando Tampa area. Um, obviously, I love Halloween Horror Nights, but Hollow Scream is such a different event. It is scary, and when I say scary, like scary Gary, it is scary. Um, Shout out to Zach. Yeah, shout out to Zach, the Garys. <laughs> uh, but yes, their commercials, if you've never seen a Hollow Scream commercial, definitely go to YouTube and watch them. Their commercials are top notch, and yet their event is very low budget um, comparison to like Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, their commercials are done brand new every single year, as opposed to Halloween Horror Nights, which recycles a lot of stuff that they film. But that was it. Uh, just wanted to let you guys know Hollow Scream is very active these days. Um, they are running a special until August 16th. Uh, it is $30, and that gets you into the park a little early and also for Hollow Scream. So check that out before the summer deal ends up uh, dead and buried. Connor, are you ready? All right. 
so I know you are a uh, a fan of all things spooky. Spooky. Um, particularly of the Halloween Horror Nights variety. Correct. Um, so oh. we all know that there are going to be some changes coming to the theme park. Uh-huh. We're gonna we're gonna place ourselves in a hypothetical situation, right? And we're gonna say that Nintendo Land is indeed going to wipe out Kid Zone. Now oh. let's say Halloween let's say Halloween Horror Nights hires you and tells you, hey, we need to remedy this problem. Uh, what should we do for our event? So, what kind of stuff? Like, okay, pl- sort of plan a, a Halloween Horror Nights. But not just a regular Halloween Horror Nights. One where you have to work around this Nintendo construction. Uh, you can mention any houses you might want, scare zones, whatever. But you have to plan around this and there is construction. And no, there is no kid zone. Nope, kid zone's gone. And you can't use Nintendo Land yet because this is like that year where there's construction. So that whole area, that whole back area is just is that it's including, unu- it's unusable. Is that including the tent houses? The tent houses and mm. the parade building. Hmm. Uh, parade building. I think it's gonna get the axe for uh, for mm-hmm. Nintendo. Okay. So that that's got to be gone too. So you're basically so only one tent survives basically because it's next to Man in Black. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You, that survives, and then you have your sound stages, of course. Uh huh. But. So, like, yeah, what would you do? Would you move some of it to islands? Would you just make it a smaller event? How would you play it? And what would you put in it to make very, sure that everyone's very, happy? Very tricky. If I lower the house amount, people are going to be very pissed. Um, they did that yes. one year, and they heard so much complaining about that. They said they would never, ever do that again. They will never drop below a certain amount of houses. Right. So, I have to relocate two houses. Um, hmm. Wow. Damn. Ooh, man, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, like, oh, we can use, like, the mummy, like, the, the, the queue line area of the mummy, but... The mummy runs during horror nights, but I think I can get past that because, well, no, because daytime guest shoot. <laughs> oh man, I would have said just for the haunt to go or the house to go into there, and then you can use single the single line. Um, yeah, there is a single line and an express line, right? And then the yeah. regular line. Mm. Yeah. Oh man! Shoot. And when Fast and Furious is not open, right? Well, um, are you talking this year it, or like next year? Like next year. So how actually you would be able to use uh, Fast and Furious? That would be an option. Yep. The thing is, I don't know if Fast and Furious would be open during Horror Nights. I don't see why it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm. And keep in mind also. That Fast and Furious is going to be using the same uh, um, wait time thing as Jimmy Fallon. So it'll probably just be like a big lobby. 
See, that poses another question to me. Would Jimmy Fallon be open for Horror Nights this year? I wonder. Uh, Maybe. Shoot. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, It's it's, it's an interesting idea. I I I could easily say, like, oh, yeah, do islands or mix in some of islands, but that's... I think so many people would be very upset about that. Um, some people would love it, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Those who have never experienced Horror Nights in Islands. But the event itself is already so much walking. Uh, shoot. I'm trying to think of <laughs> where else can I fit it. Uh, crap. I'm going to say one house, the tent house, would be relocated to Terminator because I feel like the Terminator Q space could be used and Terminator could suffer going down for whatever. What, what what is it like a month in like a month and a couple weeks? Yeah. It could could take the hit. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't have much outcome on the, the the park, not really a beloved attraction. (laughs) The parade one. Oh, that can be a tricky one. Uh, we already have Shrek being used, so I can't use both Shrek theaters. Hmm. Oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> I can't use Diagon Alley. Yeah, now I'm thinking about it, too. <laughs> Come to think of it. Like, what about, like, uh, I don't know, like, do they, because I'm a rookie with HHN, so I don't really know, but do they use, like, the Minions? Well, no, because they need that ride open. Yeah, they, <laughs> the only time they ever used it was for HHN twenty five, um, when you got when you kind of went through the queue line a little bit just mm-hmm. to come around to go to the sound stage, but that was it. Like you never used the actual uh, sound stage where Minions is. Right. Hmm. You might have to cut a house. <laughs> no, they would have to squeeze it into a soundstage. I don't know where. Yep. Um, so I think what I would do is squeeze it where Legendary Truth was. Um, not last year where the, um, the um, what is it called? The repository. Okay. Wherever that was, I'm sure they can fit like a smaller house experience where maybe they do some sort of like, I don't know, like a small grouping type of thing. It'll be some kind of new technology. Maybe you come and you do just like Jimmy Fallon and you sign up for tickets or something like with the, with the pass. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And it would allow you and maybe smaller groups to go through this experience or this shorter, like, more intimate house that's what i would do okay makes sense yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> you, you managed to, Whew, to relocate and save halloween horror nights congratulations Woo-hoo. yes yes, yes. <laughs> pat myself on the back <laughs> well played oh this you crazy mother pretty much came to a podcast buffet and you thought you were only going to eat maybe some fruit and salad or something 
but you ended up getting maybe two plates of actual food. Two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> and then that ice cream at the end. Of course. Of course. Well, that is it for Zombie Chris Explains It All. I want to thank you, Connor, for being a guest host or a host, our first host on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to come back. <laughs> we'll see about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, thank you for participating in the gauntlet, uh, even yep. though you, you know, could couldn't do survive it. it. Where can people find you on the interwebs, Connor? Well, uh, Twitter, ConnorW96, if you want to interact. That's uh, Connor with an ER, by the way. Um, yeah, if you want to tweet and uh, chat, then I'm there. And then uh, my YouTube is Connor White, uh, C-O-N-N-E-R space W-I-G-H-T. I know it's a strange spelling, but yeah, that's where you can find me. Name change coming soon. Probably. See, that's why the name change is coming. That way I don't have to like spell it every time I say <laughs> my name. <laughs> and I am your host, as you know, Zombie Chris. You can check me out on YouTube at Zombie Chris. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Zombie CT, as well as if you really want to contact me, you can email me at zombiekeeper83 at gbell.com. Uh, You can email me any of your comments, your questions, your suggestions, topics, anything you would like to bug me with on email or you want to tweet me that you can do that as well. Thank you, Connor, once again. Yeah, man, it was fun. Thanks for having me. And I don't really have an outro saying, but I'm going to let Connor just take it. This has been a great time. And uh, like I said, I'm your host, Zombie Chris, and thank you guys for listening. Take it away, Connor. Uh, zombie out. <laughs> I like it. Zombie out. <laughs>